yourself more. And I recently did a message about loving yourself. This message comes out of an engagement that I was having with the Lord. (laughs) And guess what he was telling me to do? Oh, Catherine, you need to love yourself more. Okay. (laughs) That's good. And he's right. Because there are areas that still need healing. And there's areas that still need to love myself in the ways that the Lord is saying. And I, I feel like there's always, there, there's just more. And it's, this should, shouldn't um, make you like depressed. Um, it's, it's an invitation into fullness, right? Because, you know, if the level of say how you love yourself now is all there is, you know what? It's probably not the greatest. And God wants nothing less for you. You know, Jesus doesn't have a problem loving himself. Now, he's not self-focused, but he's not um, self-denigrating, right? Um, Papa doesn't have a problem loving himself. Holy Spirit doesn't have a problem loving him herself. Um, But they're other-focused. And you know what? You can be other-focused in fullness when you love yourself in fullness. It's all love. It's all love. And so, you know... Father, Son, and Spirit are other giving love, and they've been other giving love before the foundation of the world um, for eternity, and they will always be. And so the relationship between self and other is all bathed in love. And so if you're submitting to one another in love, that means you're letting someone else love you. You're letting someone else give to you. You know, so just because there's a, a, another level or whatever is is just a beautiful thing. It's got God wants nothing less than the fullness of the experience of what it means to be other giving love and to receive love because you're a son and daughter. You know, what parent is like, well, my kids can just put up with a substandard of what I've experienced. No, a good parent wants you to experience more than they've experienced, except for father, son, and spirit, right? They're, they, there's no such thing as experiencing more than the goodness that they have, but they want you to come up to this level and experience. This is why heaven is heavenly. It's ecstatic. It's peaceful. Why? Because it is all about them and all about you and them. And it's mystical and it goes above our comprehension because humanity doesn't generally experience this. And, you know, this is in the context of of just me and myself and where the Lord is taking me and how he's shoring up, you know, insecurities and things uh, in in me, because I'm still, you know, being conformed to the image of Christ. If when I arrive, I will let you know. But I have arrived enough. Oh, man, there are things that I know. And there's more that I'm being brought to know. So it's exciting. And I'm grateful Every time he nabs me, I'm grateful because it's because he's doing it out of love. He's a good father who's disciplining me and correcting me because he loves me. And let me just put this for you because this is not the Catherine show, whatever. This is about you. Like I'm here for you and God's here for you. So this is about him maybe nabbing you. (laughs) 
<laughs> in areas that, you know, aren't loving yourself. Uh, maybe you're not eating well. Maybe you're not taking care of your body. Maybe you're not exercising well. Maybe you're beating yourself up. Maybe you've got a drug habit or an alcohol habit, or uh, maybe uh, you're abusing your body sexually uh, with pornography or abuse or letting other people abuse your body or whatever, all this kind of crap. Okay. That we do in humanity because we're trying to feel better. We're trying to medicate pain, or maybe we've just been taught some really crappy ways of being. I don't know what it is. Maybe you're picking yourself apart. I, I don't know what it is, but it's something. Maybe honestly, you're arrogant and acting in arrogance because you feel there's something wrong with you. So you got to put up this arrogant mask, right? I don't know what it is, but it's something. Why? Because let me think, oh yeah, you're a human being (laughs) who was born into the same fallen world I was born into. And so it's a thing. And, you know, if we truly love ourselves, we're going to love other people. You know, this is not just about, well, I love myself and we're just good to go. No, because if you truly love yourself, you're going to love others. They're all interconnected, just like the Trinity. Um, Jesus truly loves himself. He truly loves his Father and Holy Spirit and all the permutations between the Trinity with that. And and in order to receive that, we have to let him love us because there's areas in us that we hate. There's areas in us that are dark that, and, and it's not by nature. Let me just help you. You have no sin nature. That's not your nature. God didn't create you with a sin nature. And there's nothing created outside the creator. So darkness is anti-light. The devil is not a creator. However, you understand the devil to be or the demonic. They're just opportunistic. Just like the picture of uh, the enemies, like a roaring lion seeking, seeking whom he may devour. Well, if you've got these strongholds in your life, it's a come in and devour me. Whether, you know, whether you think he's a separate entity, whether you think it's part of yourself, whatever. I I don't want to get all theoretical. I want to get really practical here because your pain point is a practical pain point. Theology matters. It all matters. But this is not that this morning. So the enemy roams about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And we need to get to the point. No, you're not doing that with me. As a matter of fact, I'm not partnering with you in any place that doesn't look like love. And that includes self-love. So this is not a fluff and buff no, it is It is necessary. And God's not going to let you off the hook for loving yourself. And some people, a lack of self-love looks like self-denigration, self-hatred, self-loathing. And it's really obvious. And they're self-destructive. You know, they're, they've got drug habits or cutting habits or sleeping around habits or uh, pornography, masturbation issues that are just abuse of self. It's treating your body like a piece of meat. And it's really obvious. And other people, self, uh, not loving self, looks like the mask of arrogance, look at the mask of superiority, looks like the mask of uh, of a user. You know, people who use people don't love themselves. Narcissists don't love themselves. That's not love. That's the other side of anti-love, but it's not love, okay? The I matter, you don't is not love. The you matter, I don't is not love. The truth is love is everyone matters and everyone's equal and valuable, um, period. 
end of discussion. We're not, it's not up for grabs. Now you can disagree with it, but truth is still truth, whether you agree with it or not. And there is truth. That is eternal truth. You know, when Pontius Pilate was like, what is truth? Well, we we can get all mystical, mystical in our minds. But the truth is, uh, I don't want to get all philosophical. Truth is a person. And he looks like the person of Christ, Papa and Jesus. They are all truth. And the truth sets free. So in that, when we're agreeing with that, uh, we got to quit arguing with God, period. I mean, you can argue as long as you want. It's just, it's, it's not like he's going to punish you or something. It's just the consequences of arguing with God about it are stupid. It's stupid. Like, why would you argue with love? Why are you arguing with truth? Why are you arguing with freedom? God will continue to stand for you, even when you argue with him. When you insist that you're a worm, well, he's going to insist that you don't know who you are. And I'm going to stay with you and work to heal your heart until you see yourself the way way I see you. So we have the self-arrogance, the arrogance and sort of narcissistic, uh, I matter, you don't. And then we have the... um, it's kind of an arrogance in a way of saying that I'm that, that you don't matter that other people matter. You don't, well, it isn't error. You're arguing with God about that, but there's pain, 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 pain. Okay. And I know what it's like to suffer self-hatred and self-loathing. Um, that's just part of my testimony. And I'm so glad I'm free. Hallelujah. And you could be too. Yay. This is what kind of why would I do what I do. And then there are times when I've been arrogant. Right? And I, that's generally not the ditch I've fallen into. But there are times. Yeah. And I, I've got. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're right. You're totally right. Sorry. Forgive me. God. Okay. <laughs> so we just need help. We need help navigating what true self-love is. And guess what? You're one with the person who is love to help you navigate. And you're one not by your choice, not by your good behavior, not by some sort of sense of what you determine as worth and value. No, he has determined you're valuable. So you're one with him. He chose you. You didn't choose him. Now choose him back. Choose him back. Okay. Uh, that Your choice is really important, but that doesn't make his choice a non-thing. So God has chosen you before the foundation of the world and the issues. Let's choose them back. So in every place that says I'm a piece of crap, I treat myself like a piece of crap. And then a lot of times in that way, we sort of treat others like a piece of crap. uh, And then we feel really bad or whatever that is. No, because that's not working. Okay. And this I'm great. And you're a piece of crap. No, that's not working either. So we get to be healed of both. And it is a healing issue. We are fractured. And a lot of times, Um, You got it honestly. And then in the places where you participated in your own fracture. Okay. So that's really on you. And that's not a condemnation thing. It's not condemnation is not allowed. There is no condemnation in Christ and there's nothing actually outside of Christ. Outside of Christ is the, an anti non world. It's a delusional world, but it's the world where we experience hell, but that's actually a non world because even Christ makes his bed in the midst of hell. Right. He does. And he doesn't do that because he's some sort of um, sadist. He does it because I'm, I'll be with you in your own delusion, because eventually I'm going to work with you to get you out of your own delusion, out of your own self-hatred, out of your own self-rejection, out of your own self-abuse or uh, or the ways that you allow people to abuse you. All of that or the ways, whatever, okay, or the ways, excuse me, that you're abusing others. Hello. It's all a cycle in humanity that's a gigantic hellhole that has been consumed in the person of Christ, and he's bringing us out of that hellhole in him. And I know it's mystical. It is mystical. 
right? But God is relentless. You know, there is a period in my life where I was the one that was suffering the self-loathing where I, you know, I, I hated myself. I wanted to destroy myself, blah, 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 pick a card, any card. Right. And unfortunately um, the Lord only let it get so, uh, I don't know if there was, there was, I just had some grace cards in my life. Thank God. Cause there were a lot of sucky things that were not, you know, and there are things in your life as much as your life sucks uh, God is giving you a, gr- a grace somewhere. And if you can't see it, ask him to help you see it. Cause I guarantee you it's there because if you make your bed in the midst of hell, even he's there, there's something in there as small as it is, as, it is, as seemingly inconsequential as it is, look towards it. It's a light in the darkness that's leading you out. Right. Um, I'm trying to get back to my train of thought. So uh, I, I've been in that place where, it, it, you know, in the rawness of the deal that I got, and everybody has a raw deal to a certain extent. Some people get worse raw deals, and it's not fair. It's really not okay. But where sin does abound, grace does much more abound. In other words, the sin, the sin against you, where that's been abounding, there's grace to abound greater. And if you haven't seen it, Keep on, stay tuned. Okay. Um, look for the light in the darkness. Even if it's a pin, pinpoint light, it is there. And ask the Lord to supernaturally give you eyes to see. Okay. Cause he will, he will. And if you're having problems seeing, hearing, sensing, feeling God, um, uh, grab a hold of my how to hear from God book. Uh, if you go to my website, there's a free downloadable PDF. If you want a hard copy or a Kindle copy, you can go to Amazon. It's called How to Hear from God. It's short. Wait, wait. I think I have one here. Ha. Look at this. How opportune. How to Hear from God. I know it's backwards. Sorry. It's just the way the screen is. Okay. But anyway, this will help you because you need to start connecting with God. Why? Because he's there in your hellhole to bring you out of whatever hell you're experiencing. And if we all experiencing hell to some extent, why? Because we're all part of the same human community that's been hurt, that's been harmed, that needs healing, that needs saving, saving or healing. You can pretty much call that interchangeable in our minds, our wills, our emotions. And out of our pain, we sin against God, against others, uh, no condemnation, Let, but let's look at it clear-eyed because it needs to be healed, right? And where you're sinning in this area of not loving yourself, that's a sin. And I'm not here to condemn you, but I am here to diagnose the problem and help you resonate with that problem. And so if God is calling to love you more, and I love myself pretty good. Thank you, Jesus. I do. It's such an accomplishment. This is like miracle, like miracle Okay. That's why I preach it so much, right? Because we are so suffering. Okay. So, you know, probably the narcissist is going to think that this is a stupid message and they'll turn it off. Okay. Well, I don't really care because that's, it's not a message for them. It actually is, but they don't know it. Okay. They're too prideful to see it. (laughs) So who knows? We'll let that be what, but the people that are hurting and the kind of the self-loathing camp or the people that maybe struggle with pride, but are, have to have some humility in there that God can tug on. Okay. This will be for you. So I only, you know, whatever. I just do what I, I, I do what the Lord says do and let, let the chips fall where they may. So there's a loving yourself more that the Lord is wanting, uh, wanting you to do. 
and it's not fluff and buff. It is real. And as you love yourself more, you're able to give more. You're able to partner with what he's doing. Now, sometimes loving yourself more looks like saying no to yourself, saying no to things that are not good for you. So in other words, eating well, exercising, taking care of your body, getting rest, hydrating, um, you know, um, maybe supplementing. Uh, if you need medications, taking your medications, whatever that is, that can all be part of loving yourself more. That's that's a lot right there. <laughs> and when I get it down, I'll let you know. Um, but um, or and sometimes loving yourself more means, um, you know, wow, I need to get off the Internet because uh, I have a porn problem. Uh, sometimes loving yourself more means, wow, I'm in a dangerous, abusive situation and I need, need to make the hard decisions to get out of that because God is going to create a way to get out of that. Sometimes that means, you know what, um, in the ways that I'm abusing myself, yeah, I need to um, say no to that. And it does, it's not, it's, sometimes it's just take a step. It's not, you know, it's not all, all or nothing, right? You can't set the bar so high that you can't reach it. But do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And God is leading you. God is leading you. And just continue to follow. Just continue to follow. This is part of you. It's your yes is really important. Okay. Now, God may have chosen you and you're his son, his daughter because of his choice, because he's a parent and he's a good parent and he chose you in love before the foundation of the world. He didn't ask your opinion, didn't ask your vote. He just said you're in. Okay, now let me heal you in all the places that you feel like you're an orphan. And that's what he's after. But your yes matters because if you're an orphan, but you refuse to come home, uh, you insist on painting God as some monster. You insist in painting yourself as some monster or other people as some monster uh, because people act monstrous and maybe you act monstrous, but that's not who you are. Uh, and God's never acted monstrous. Okay. Um, but, but if that's how you see yourself, well, you know what? That needs to be healed because it's not who you are. And it's not who people are. People do monstrous things because they're broken. And you do, you do, um, uh, sort of, uh, dark, shameful things, whatever, um, because of brokenness. And that, that's the condition of humanity. It requires healing. And a doctor, a doctor in the natural doesn't condemn people for having a sickness, for having an illness. No, it's there to diagnose it and all the ugly in order to heal. So if you've got a, a there's a raging cancer, that's ugly. Okay. Um, you're going deep inside to find out where that sucker is in every place that it's metastasized and all that kind of thing to heal it. Okay. And that's what this is. So this, this uncovering of these dark ways of being are there to be healed. They're diagnostic. Okay, so there's this. Okay, this needs to be healed. And we don't and 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 you know, you're only as you're you're only as as healthy as you are honest, okay? And you're as sick as your secrets. And so where we have secrets, they just eat us alive. And you know, sometimes these secrets were not your fault. If you got abused as a child or whatever, not your fault. No. You know, you didn't earn it. You didn't deserve it. You know, and that was the lie that I imprinted in my being that there was something so wrong with me that this stuff was happening. No, there was something so broken in my abuser that they would do this to a child. Right. And so, you know, I mean, it's really sad and it's it's not OK. It wasn't OK with God. 
he didn't like allow it in terms of like, okay, well, you know, whatever. Um, he was there and he was there getting me the hell out. And he's there to help you experientially get, get the hell out of all those experiences uh, because he was there and he, how, how they marred your heart and marred your mind and marred how you saw yourself. That's what he wants to heal so that, you know, the experience has happened and it sucks, but how it's imprinted on your heart can be like, you know what? Yeah, this happened and it was not okay, but I'm good. I'm really good. As a matter of fact, I'm really good because I met God in my hellhole. I met him and he brought me out. And so if you haven't seen that yet, stay tuned. Stay tuned. I don't know how it's going to roll out for you. I mean, I have no idea. I can't protect it for me either. I, and I, you know, honestly, and I don't have to worry about that. I just know that God is faithful. He's faithful even when I'm faithless. So... I can be healed. And he's teaching me how to love myself more. And he's empowering me how to love myself more. Let's uh, let me give you a scripture. Uh, Philippians 2.13 uh, from the Amplified Version. It says, and it is God. I love that part right there. So it's not on me. Thank God. Because I can't do it. I'm weak. I have no, I have, I've got nothing. I'm bankrupt. Who is all the while? That means God is relentless. God is love and God is relentless. He's relentless love on your behalf to destroy anything that doesn't look like love's kind that's, that you're agreeing with, uh, that doesn't look like love's kind that you're participating in, that doesn't look like love's kind in how you see yourself and how you see others and how you treat yourself and how you treat others. Yeah, he's after that puppy. Why? Because it's not who you are. Oh, my goodness, you're way too beautiful for him to allow it. And so he's after that, okay, relentlessly. And sometimes because we're so broken, he just meets us in our hell, in our prisons, and he sits with us because that's all we can handle, right? Because we insist on being in our prisons, right? And we're terrified to be outside our prisons because our prisons are the only thing we've known. And we think that that's all we're worth, right? Uh, well, we're only worth being abused. Oh, I got news for you. <laughs> that's not what God's saying. Okay. And so, because maybe that's all you can, you can handle. Just having him there. And that's good that he's there. But he's there with a purpose to start to woo your heart, to start to help heal your heart so you can learn to trust him so that you can actually see that he's there because I guarantee in your hellhole, he's there. Okay. In your hellhole, he is there. And I don't know what he's doing. I don't know, whatever. I just know ultimately he's going to help lead you out of your hellhole, but he's not going to rip you through the bars of your own prison. He's not going to do that. That would be violating. Yeah. And he's leading you out and he's leading you out and he's leading you out. And this is based, oh my goodness, let me give you the good news, on his faithfulness, not yours. But he's helping you learn as a son, as his daughter, that you are faithful and that you can start to increasingly follow him and say yes to what he's doing. Because part of what God is, is healing is our wills, our yes and our no to help us say yes to the right things that are life to help us love ourselves more and love others more and love him more. Right. And no to the things that are, uh, are, are destructive and harmful toward ourselves and others. Right. And well, to him, we can't really hurt God except for 
and his his feeling and his heart and his compassion towards us. Yeah. Right. So God is all the while Philippians 2.13 amplified classic effectually. Oh, my God. Happy dance. Like he's really good at his job now. Effectually. okay. let me just say this. He's not a magic wand and it's not instantaneous. So if you're all ticked off at God because he hasn't been waved his magic wand, that's, he doesn't work that way. He works through us, with us, partnering with us, and then also on us sometimes. I mean, he really does. This is why we pray for one another, because sometimes in our weakness, we can't even help ourselves. And we need each other. We're not little independent American, you know, I do it myself in Jesus or I'm all by myself. That's bogus. That is bogus. Okay. So, um, so sometimes we really do need each other. Um, okay. And this is how we can partner. If you have an impulse to help someone, it's God moving through you to help partner. It's the, that compassion to help partner with someone who's hurting like, yeah, you, and you know, that, that that's beautiful. You're looking just like your daddy just then. Okay. And you may not be able to do much or whatever, but you being there means something. It really means something. So God is all the while effectually at work in, in you energizing and creating the power and desire. That means, oh my God, he is the one. And when I'm feeling like I don't got it, I got nothing. I'm tapped out. I have zero. I'm flatlined. I have nothing. Well, he's in you deeper than your nothing. Energizing, giving you energy where you're tired, where you're exhausted, where you have nothing and creating out of nothing. Why? Because that's what God does. He's a creator, the power and desire because he's in you, that power and desire, uh, the power to actually cooperate and the desire to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, delight. So he'll create, he will help heal your will to say yes to the right things and no to the wrong things. Okay. He can create out of that, out of nothing where you have been programmed uh, for abuse and abusiveness. Well, I mean, I'm, I don't mean to be a jerk because it makes it sound like it's like this overnight thing, but I'm saying when you look at God in the light of eternally, it's a done deal, right? He, how masterful is God? Yeah, he's masterful. The power and desire to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, delight. Okay, so let me just help you with the last part. Because for me, um, having had a, an abusive father, um, I was like, I don't know if his good pleasure, satisfaction, delight is something that I'm too excited about. Because the one that I saw as a father figure, his pleasure, satisfaction, delight was not, was toxic like destroyed my soul. Okay. So, right. So, uh, and so then I projected that onto God, this is what we do. Okay. And so, so, but, oh, oh, you want God's good pleasure, satisfaction, delight. Cause let me just say you're his good pleasure. His satisfaction is delight. You as you, as a, you are his good pleasure, satisfaction, because he knows you, he sees you, you don't see you, but he's going to help heal you. Um, in all the ways that you see yourself in distorted ways and see yourself and to see him in distorted ways. And a lot of times if we see God in distorted ways, we're going to see ourselves in distorted ways and he's the healer, right? And it is his job and he is relentless at it. So if, if, if healing looks like sitting with you in your prison right now, because that's all you can handle, you know, a bruised reed, he will not break, right? A smoldering wick, he will not snuff out. Well, if you're bruised and smoldering, just barely holding on to life, you know, he's not going to go in like Rambo. If you guys know what Rambo is, <laughs> this is just dated myself. Oh, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
right? He's not going to go in with the cavalry and just, no, okay. I mean, there are times when he comes in, okay, like the, right? Okay, but this is not that, okay, right? And, you know, and, 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 and a lot of times we think we got to kind of figure this out, like, God, where were you when? Well, in our hearts, that needs to be settled uh, because in our limited understanding, we act like God wasn't there. We think that God wasn't there or that if God was there in your abuse or whatever, that he was okay with it or that he didn't care that you don't matter. Bogus, all of that bogus, but it feels true. And this is where we, this is where we bleed out where the lie feels like the truth. But I'm telling you, the person of truth who is love is relentlessly at everything that is putting you in bondage. That is not true, right? This is Christ in you, the hope of glory, right? And so he's asking you to partner with him. He's asking you to partner with him. Where does that partner with? I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> this is where you need, but there's there can be an inkling. Oh my goodness, if there's an inkling, follow the inkling. If there's a little bit of light, follow the light. I'm telling you, God does much with little. He's the one, remember, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. Okay, a mustard seed's like, you know, have you seen it? It's like it's like a poppy seed. They're like really small. Okay. All right. Um, but it produces this huge tree. So he starts with like little, like nothing, but then consequential, like, yeah, like I need more than a mustard seed. No, honey, you have to understand in the mustard seed is the power to transform your life. Follow the mustard seed, whatever that looks like. There's an inkling in your life. Ask, ask the Lord for eyes to see whether you believe God, if you exist or if you care at all, right? Okay. Um, Show me the mustard seed. Showed me the pinpoint of light that you are leading me out of darkness and you will see more and more and more and more. Keep following. You're not going to do perfectly. Okay. So that does not disqualify you. You're going to say yes. And then you'll stumble and say no. Well, God doesn't like get all offended about that. Of course, he knows you're going to do that because that's part of your brokenness that he wants to heal you. This is not about our performance. It's about his performance. And his performance was going to a cross and dying on behalf of humanity for every fallen, hellish, stinking way of being, every sinful. He became sin. He who knew sin, no sin, became sin. He didn't just, um, just like, you know, check it off. He became it in himself because he's the only one that can handle it. These fallen ways, monstrous ways of being, whatever you want to call them, who knew no sin, uh, so that we would become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So he went down to the hellish realms to redeem all of humanity, the Hitlers, the whatever, to redeem this, the sins of the entire world. Well, last time I checked, you were part of the entire world. Okay, so all these fallen ways of being or sinful ways of being, Man, he already overcame that in himself, in his body, and he is wanting to manifest himself to you. That means to show himself to you that he's that for you in the next step, in the next step, in the next step. So the more you can say yes to him and and ask him, help me heal my will so that I can give you a yes. You know what? Um, God can do much with little if he can create the seed of his body, uh, the seed of himself planted in the earth, 
to win the entire cosmos back because that's what he did. And you were swept away in that. Okay. He can handle your deal. Yeah. And if you don't see him that big, if you don't see him that caring, let him minister to you. And it's going to be an ongoing ministry. A little dab's not going to do. But you know what? You're worth all the energy it takes. And you know what? Let me tell you, God will not stop pursuing every place in you that doesn't know him. He will not do it, right? I mean, after death, he will be pursuing that. I, I am so convinced in that. Um, I, 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 I'm so convinced at the perfection of love who woos a sick and wounded world to heal it. Because you are the object of God's passion, whether you believe it or not, whether you agree it or not, whether you think you're worthy or not, it's irrelevant. God says you're worthy, right? And he wants to heal every place in you that says you're not, right? He just wants you to love yourself. You know what? It hurts. I want you to think. For those of you who struggle with self-love, which is everybody basically, but... um. I want you to think of someone you do love. And it may be hard if you've been really jaded. If you've been that jaded, you're probably not listening to this message. But if you've been really jaded, but I want you to think of someone that you love that's innocent, that's you see something in them and and right. And um and how would you feel to let that person um stay in their pain? Stay in their brokenness. Well, if you love them, you're not going to do that. You know what? You look just like your father. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's him in you. And you know, none of the darkness of stuff that's happened to you or that you participated in is able to squelch that out. Right? Yeah. And that's how God feels on steroids about you. He's not going to leave you alone. <laughs> I remember when I was running away from God, it was so silly. Oh my God. But I mean, I was, I was in fury. I was in rage and I was in unbelievable pain. So I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm laughing at the folly of what's going on in my mind in that state. And I got it honestly. So I'm not condemning myself back then. Oh my God. If I ran into her, I'd just give her a big old hug. Yeah. I just love her. But, but I mean, I just wanted to give God the finger, you know, if you love me, I mean, if, if, if you're so powerful and so good, how can you let everything I love be destroyed? And I was, I was enraged and I hated God and I ran from him for years. And the Lord is like, I'm right here, honey. I'm right here. I'm really what you need. I'm really what you need. And it wasn't how I would have won it. Like if I would have written the script, I'd be like, you would have done this, this, and this. And you know what? Um, have you just noticed that God doesn't follow our scripts? I'm like, what is that? It's it's kind of this narcissistic, like as if we know how to write the script better than God, right? He's taken into account all the hell crap that's happened. And I'm not saying he's not okay with it, but he's not going to violate free will um, uh in order to go according to our scripts, we've got to let God be God. We've got to have the humility to say, you're God, I'm not. You might be smarter than me, just maybe. You might be more loving than me. You might be more masterful than me, right? Right. So, um, you know, so in the place where I, and we're in this place, we don't understand why these things, I don't understand. I don't under, I don't get it. I thank God I'm not God. I don't have to be. Uh, he gets to be God. I get to be his daughter. That's a relief. Uh, but in that place, he was pursuing me to heal my heart. 
And I guarantee you, he's pursuing you to heal your heart in every place. And so keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. He's going to help you love yourself more. He's going to help you see, yeah, you know what? That actually really is a beautiful thing. That is actually really a holy thing. And where maybe holy, beautiful things have been violated, that wasn't okay. And then he has this capacity to heal it. I mean, it is like astounding. And I still can't tell you how it happened. I just know I kept following the little dots of light. I kept following the little inklings. And he walked me out of incredible bondage. And he's still walking me out of bondage. Unless of thank God it's, it's less painful. It just, just doesn't always. I mean, I used to think my life was nothing but pain. But hallelujah. I'm a pretty happy camper. And I'm not saying that there's not pain in my life. I'm just saying it's not like what it was, right? It gets better and it can get better and he can heal that. And I, I, you know, it is a mystery how he does it, but I just know he's masterful. Keep following the inklings, keep following the light. You are loved, whether you know it or not, agree with it or not, feel you're worthy or not. It's irrelevant. Love doesn't, doesn't love because of um because you somehow did something to deserve it love loves because love's love and that's the end of the discussion and of course you're worthy because you were created in love by the person of love to be loved to love i hope this has been a blessing with you today share this with someone who needs it there's a lot of hurting people out there i love you guys have an amazing day bye-bye thanks for joining us on this episode of perspectives with Catherine tune For additional information and resources, please visit CatherineToon.com.